Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. podcast episode is brought to you by Radley Acura. Are you in the market to sell your old car? Turn your old lease in. Buy a new car? Radley Acura is where it's at. I love having them as a sponsor. They are amazing. Radley Acura is located in Falls Church, Virginia, but of course they sell cars to people all over the DMV, and a lot of the work can be done right on their website before you even come in. No longer spending hours at the car dealership. You can even get a top dollar appraisal all online, put a down payment down, and then get your new car in the next company. Come, come, 
couple of months. I can't even speak today. Anyway, uh, Radley Acura has new inventory coming in all the time. Take advantage of their fair and ethical prices. They never overcharge of MSRP because they value your business and want you back year after year. RadleyAcura.com. Also, we have to thank a brand new sponsor that is on the show, eblatrade.net. What is eblatrade.net? It is a one-stop shop where you can buy everything this holiday season from beauty products to luggage to luxury jewelry. It's all in one spot. Ebla is spelled E-B-A-L-T-R-A-D-E.net. Everything under the sun is right there from clothing, your sleeping pillow if you're pregnant, from plants. It's kind of just this great little place where you can take advantage of the fun, unique gifts and then shop for everyone on your holiday list. Go to eblatrade.com. You can find out all the details and start shopping for your holiday season now. Today, I am playing the Megan King. She's no longer Megan King Edmonds. She's Megan King Owens. So Megan King, you know her from the Real Housewives of Orange County. She left a couple of years ago and she was on this podcast talking about her entire life, all the drama that she went through with Jim Edmonds, of course, former Major League Baseball player who cheated on her multiple times. She gets into finding out how he cheated, how he she caught him, and then also how she moved on. You guys, hello, there is a life after tragedy, you know, in your relationship because she met and, not, and and by the way, this guy Cuff Owens is Joe Biden's nephew. So now Megan King, formerly of Real Housewives of OC, is related to President Joe Biden. All right. It all went down very quickly. So if you didn't catch this interview with Megan, here she is talking about her life since the Housewives. And just know if you didn't know that she is now related to President Joe Biden, do a favor at your lunch break. Do a deep dive. I loved this interview. She's amazing. Enjoy. How, Megan, how many years were you on the show? Was it three, three, three seasons mm-hmm. on the show? You're a housewife pro girl. You know all the ins and outs. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I am kind of a housewife pro. Like I never thought that would be a title that I would have, but I think I earned it. You definitely earned it. <laughs> now, wait a minute. With everything that they're doing with, um, you know, the Peacock Network, are you coming back at all? No, I mean, I no. No, no plans um, to come. They haven't invited well, you. You don't say never say never, never say never. But like, as of right now, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. There's no show, no housewife show in St. Louis, Missouri. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. Okay. Well, the show this season desperately needed you. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it, but, um, you know what? I haven't watched it since I got off of it, but I heard it's not, it was not good. It was not good at all. It lacked, well, you know, it's always hard to, right? Because obviously we're in a pandemic. So they were limited on things they could do, places Uh, they could go. But I mean, I just feel like, I don't know, the storylines need some refresh. You know, when you were on and Vicky and there was, there was just no shortage of drama and everyone had a great story. (laughs) There was so much freaking drama and like. Oh, yeah. Toxic. It's toxic. Is it really toxic for real behind the scenes? Heck, yeah. Okay, the thing is, you're on the show with, let's say, five women who you wouldn't normally necessarily pick to be your friends. However, in the world of this television show, we are the only people that exist. So we have to hang out with each other. We have to talk about each other. I can't talk about my best friend, Abby, or, you know, who lives here in or, or, like... No one cares. The viewers don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Like, there's no frame of reference whatsoever. 
So I'm stuck with talking about and hanging out with and doing things with these five different people. And maybe if I'm lucky, I might like three of them. And the other two, I'm just like, get away from me. Like, I wouldn't touch you with the 10 foot pole if it was up to me. I don't want to be mean about it. Right. But like, I don't want to be your friend either. But you're forced into it. <laughs> Who was the most toxic person when you were there? Was it Vicky? Vicky, really? By far. Kelly was pretty toxic too. But when I was on with Vicky, that was the se- season that her um, boyfriend at the time, or fiance, or whatever he was, was faking cancer. And I totally thought she was involved with it. I'm like, how do you sleep and live with someone and you don't know that they're faking cancer? So I didn't like her. Oh, bro. And she was mean to me because I found it out. Like, don't shoot the messenger. And was it kind of like well known behind the scenes that Brooks was faking it? I mean, it, no, really? Like the you don't think the producers had any idea? Tamra, uh, none. I think they were like, this bitch is crazy. This new Megan chick is off her rocker. I think Tamra totally thought Tamra's pretty intuitive. Tamra totally thought the whole thing was fake, but she hated Brooks. I went in with an open mind, liking everybody, and I was like, these things aren't adding up. And so I started looking into it. No one knew anything. Really? Oh, my God. That's so because yeah. I always thought, you know, behind the scenes, I'm like, I bet the producers, you know, know that he that he's not sick. He never looked sick. It, you know, he never looked like he was really going for treatment. You know what? I, there were so many things that didn't add okay, up. I don't know. The thing is, that was my very first season. So maybe they would have said something if I was in like my third season. I don't know, because I was I think they were like, let this girl go like she's doing her own thing. But I was like calling all of these hospitals and places. This is before I had kids, so I had extra time on my hands. But, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like it was a, it was fun. It, it was also, and I'm also thinking, I feel felt like I had a duty to prove that this man was faking cancer because there's a lot of viewers out there watching this, and he's gonna say that juice cured him. He's gonna like has interest in a juice company and he's going to say that this juice company cured his cancer and that's irresponsible actually really good for you because your gut instinct turned out to be 100 percent correct i mean that was one of the biggest scandals totally. ever 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 what do you do you guys ever hear anything about brooks and i mean do you stay in touch with any of the women i know i'd read that yeah. you were close with tamra and, and shannon yeah. close with tamra and shannon um i'm close with heather um i talked to bronwyn on occasion um, I've met Emily and, um, Gina and I would say I kind of stay in touch with Lizzie and Kelly. Yeah. So a lot of them. Yeah. You stay in touch with everybody. Okay. Wow. And we, we never seem to hear much from Brooks. In fact, the last thing we heard from Vicky is she wishes she was still with Don. Oh my gosh. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's happy. But I think, I don't know. I'm still blocked from her Instagram. <laughs> What about, okay, did you hear any of the stuff this season about, like, Kelly being racist and all that, wearing yeah. a drunk? Okay, what's your take? You worked with her for a couple of years. I mean, are we, are any of us surprised? Like, it is Kelly. She has no filter on her mouth. She says, she goes for the jugular. She says nasty things. Like, she's not exactly, you know, doesn't have a lot of control over herself, I feel like. She's so impulsive. So, I'm not surprised by any of this. And I feel like she... Kelly is a little bit of a critical thinker, and but overall, I think she's just like, like I said, impulsive. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So she'll, she'll pull like, out a drunk lives matter hat. She'll, she'll say, you know, all lives matter. She'll say those things. And I mean, it's just a little, she's a little tone deaf at times, but I don't think she meant anything, any harm. It's more ignorance than it is racism it, from your experience yeah. from working with her. I don't think Kelly's racist. I yeah. do not. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are racist who pretend like they're not. I don't think Kelly's one of them. I think Kelly's a non-racist pretending like a racist, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that's an interesting take. I mean, but Kelly is, but that's Kelly. She's like a total dichotomy and she's not, a, she's, she can be like the nicest, most compassionate, per, compassionate person. And then she's like the queen bitch. So how hurt do you think Tamara is that she was, you know, removed from the show? And I haven't heard that there's any plans to bring her back. I mean, she's kind of like a franchise alum as she's well. shocked. Yeah. Totally shocked. I mean, that was a huge part of her life for like 13 years or whatever it was. And I mean, for me, with only three years, it was, you know, when I when I decided to quit because I was pregnant with the twins, I was I cried about it. And it was a hard decision for me to make. So I can't imagine how it must have been for 13 years. I mean, she was she was um, married to Simon and then got divorced to him on the show, got married to Eddie, um, who she's still with. Like, her kids grew up. It's, it's just tough. I know. I know. And her divorce was awful, too, and didn't see her daughter for a long time. And right. sounds like they're back on the track to, recon you know, they see each other and they've reconciled. But she went through a lot, too. I know she really did. How about, and obviously, you know, you're very, I think you do a great job of balancing your mental health, uh, being transparent, but you've also been through a lot of shit yourself, you I know, have. with Jim and everything. How is it, how is it going? I know that the last time you talked about your divorce, there was no progress because of the pandemic. Are you guys right. getting any closer? Like how? Yes, I think, I think we're like, I can see the finish line. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have an expensive <laughs> bottle of wine. I'm ready to open and just like, Put this behind me. <laughs> now, I had, you know what? I'm curious because I'm always curious when people cheat in relationships. In your prior relationships, had you always been cheated on or was Jim sort of the first guy that you really knew of that cheated on you? I think he was the first one who cheated on me, but I'm I'm just, I'm, I trust people. I think they're going to do what they're going to do, do whether too. or not. And I'm not, you do. Yeah. And I'm not very, I'm not a really a jealous person. And I think that if you, they decide to cheat, that's on them. That has nothing to do with me. And so I, if someone has cheated on me in the past and the organic, the, the relationship organically dissolved and I just didn't know about it, but, um, with, with, and also I think cheating is not just, I think there's a spectrum of cheating. I don't think it's like, you know, a yes or a no. And I think that these things need to be talked about and communicated within a relationship because my spectrum could differ from yours. They totally do because there. I, I agree with that. There is a spectrum of cheating, right? Mm -hmm. There's long-term affairs. There's emotional affairs. There's I got drunk and slept with somebody one night. There's right. I made out with somebody and confessed. You know, there's. I mean, relationships and marriages. There's sexting. There's sexting. There's, yeah, that's there, yeah. There's flirting. Is flirting at a bar cheating? Is like you know, is looking at porn cheating? I mean, there's a huge spectrum here. What did you? Has that experience made it hard to date and trust again? Because I'm a trusting person too, and I'm not a snooper. Like, so yeah, I'm not either. And I think with your story with Jim, right? Like, you didn't even really it even came out in the tabloids, right? Like, is how you learned uh, that's about how it. I found out. Yeah, I found out in the tabloids. Somebody sent me a link. A stranger sent me a link on Instagram that 
was to an article that some like tabloid released, you know, with, with texts and screenshots and stuff. And I'm like, my heart dropped. Cause I knew, but I had never seen anything. I'm not a snooper. You trusted Jim all that time. For some reason, I still trust people. I mean, I think I do have some trust issues, but I don't think like with, you know, other women is really the trust issue. I feel like, um, my ultimate value right now in a relationship is safety. And I mean that in all ways. I mean, like physical safety, of course, because as a single woman with three children, I feel very vulnerable a lot of times. Um, and I mean it in, um, like emotional safety. I want to be able to cry and break down and have a hard day and know that my partner isn't going to run from me because they're scared of that vulnerability. And I want like mental safety and intellectual safety. I want to know that like, I'm able to go out and pursue my hopes and dreams without that person feeling emasculated. And yeah. now I think all those, you know, that whole bigger picture is more important to me than any kind of physical cheating. Okay, y'all, a uh, quick break to thank one of our sponsors, Inside the Vault. Guys, you know the best way to support this show is to frequent our sponsors. I say it all the time because this is my full-time gig and I love giving you entertainment. So frequent our sponsors. Pays for my producer, videographer, myself, and more. I am so grateful every time you use a sponsor. And right now, if you could do me a favor, go to Instagram and follow Inside the Vault. Inside the Vault is brought to you by the team over at Vault Lab, who you met earlier this year when we did a giveaway with them for Valentine's Day and whose digital marketing and social media work have involved more than 100 celebs in 2020 and whose campaigns have involved Starbucks, the United Nations, Prince William's Foundation, Leo DiCaprio, and so much more. They are launching a brand new project to help small businesses build back better in 2021 and beyond. So stay in the loop by following them right now on their Instagram, Inside the Vault, and be following me at the Sarah Fraser Show because on my IG story, I'm going to be sharing their uh, uh, mailing list that I would love for you to subscribe to as well. That's going to keep you in the loop. And if you are a small business, you're going to want to know this team and you're going to want to work with them. So get on their mailing list ASAP. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to Hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. 
They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. And, you know, they always say when you go on reality shows, and of course, like, there's this ongoing joke now on housewives, like, if you renew your vows, then you're going to get divorced. How do yeah. you, how do you think, did the show just, do you think Jim, like, hated being on the show so much that contributed to his cheating? Or do you think Jim just had other issues? I think that on a show like The Housewives, women are typically viewed on, yeah, women are typically viewed as good at doing one thing, which is being kind of a trophy wife. So when these women go on the show, all of a sudden they get a platform, they get a voice, their confidence is raised, they're recognized in public, they become an individual for the first time in their marriage, probably. And oh, the husband can't handle it. The husband's now an equal, or maybe in some instances, he feels completely emasculated and he's second in command. So what does he do to make himself feel better? Maybe he cheats, maybe he lies, maybe he gets mean. But, and then of course the marriage is gonna fall apart because nobody wants to be married to a douchebag like that. But like, is it because of the show or is it because of the man's confidence and he couldn't handle his wife leveling up. Oh my God. It's so true. And you know, Jim's been a famous MLB player for years. So I'm sure he's used to all the attention, all that stuff. And then to have a huge role flip is uh, I'm sure a big, But I think that's like, I think that's a theme with probably the majority of relationships on reality TV that fail. I don't think it's a curse of reality TV. I think it's a curse of a successful woman. I, that's a great point. No, I think that's a really good point. I think you're right. And you see the women, like uh, Karen Huger comes to mind from Real Housewives mm-hmm. of Potomac. You see these women kind of come into their own and like almost instantaneously their marriages have all these problems, you know? Absolutely, um, yeah. And that's it's, a great point. It's just women finding their voices. Yeah, not waiting on their, they, you know, they can't wait on their man like they used to, so... That's what I mean as far as going back to that safety piece, you know, the safety of being able to be with a partner and grow and evolve within yourself and know that they're going to stay by your side steadfast. I mean, that is like the partner we are all looking for. That, Yeah, you're right. That's that's amazing. Um, and I didn't know that. I just assumed that that would happen in a relationship, right? You, it's an assumption, but yeah. It's not always the case. Are things getting any easier between you and Jim? Like you keep it, you seem to keep it really no. positive. Okay, so <laughs> that sucks. That's like, okay, well, okay, no progress there, huh? He's not getting any more amicable. Okay. No. <laughs> well, how is your, I mean, your public, you are already out there with who you're dating now. Mm-hmm. And so you and Will Ruse, you made it official on your Instagram. How's that relationship going? It's going slow and steady. We were friends first and um, we're not jumping into like anything necessarily I mean I guess yeah we're in a relationship but um we we're just we're we're trying not to have you know relationship expectations of one another I think it's hard in with living in different cities and so we're trying to just kind of roll with it and you know not don't like meet the kids right away and I mean he hasn't met the, the kids and so we're just having fun and just letting it organically evolve and see what happens because like we're He's busy with work. I'm busy with with my kids and, you know, the divorce. I got to get behind me, too. So 
Um, I think like this, my relationship with Will is more of a dating relationship and less of like, a serious relationship. How, and I always find that curious, like, cause I'm thinking of some of the guy friends that I've had for a long time and you guys had been friends for years prior to then. Oh, just a year, just one year oh, because we just dated, one year. we, we dated, we went on a few dates and that's how we met. And then we became friends after that. And we did And now we're dating a second time. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Got it. Got it. So it kind of started out different. All right. I thought you'd for some reason been friends for like a long time and then developed a romantic relationship. And I was like, that's not an like, interesting. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not too long. No. In between. Um, no. So talk to me about this. You know, you seem to be very independent. You're finding yourself on social media, which is awesome. You just took this t- this trip down to Mexico, which I loved following your stories. I mean, it sounded like you ended up with a shitty car. Then one night you had to stay at this random hotel. It was oh like, but you ended up going, was, <laughs> like, what it happened? Was insane. I was like trying to do this eat, pray, love thing and like go to Tulum and go diving because I'm a scuba diver now and I was going to meet one of my diving buddies down there and do some dives which is what I did, but like, it was a freaking experience. And I don't think it was a very safe experience, but well, I mean, I was safe the whole time, but I I stayed safe the whole time. I should say, I don't know if I was safe the whole time, but it was, um, I probably wouldn't suggest someone going to Mexico on a solo trip as a woman, (laughs) but also I stayed in the jungle. I was like, Oh, this will be so cute. I'll like stay in this treehouse jungle by myself. And like, kind of feel like I'm camping without camping. But then I was like in the middle of nowhere, down a dirt road and there's jaguars on the property or like somewhere and around, you know, hiding, ready sure. to eat me. Yeah, anywhere and in the woods or whatever, obviously, yeah. Obviously, yes. And there's like a dog that tried to jump through my window one night and I'm like, the shitty car is gonna break down, the gears stick, there's no phone charger in it. Like I couldn't even plug it in anywhere because it didn't work. It was, it looked like somebody had taken a Clorox wipe and wiped all over the windshield inside and outside. So it was like opaque at night with the lights coming at me and no service and I can't see a damn thing and the GPS doesn't work. It's, it was an experience. <laughs> yeah, was it? I'm going to write a blog about it because while, while these memories are still fresh because I can't even believe I did. Like my dad picked me up from the airport and I was kind of telling him about it. And I, and that was the first time I was thinking, holy shit. I don't think that was a really smart idea. Well, one night you're actually staying in this hotel because you couldn't locate your original, like, um, you know, this beautiful jungle abode that you were staying in, but you end up getting this hotel room where there's no lock. So you've, you've piled up chairs to try. I was like, this woman's, I piled up up chairs and then I put some, some rattling, um, glass stuff on the table in front of the door where I put the table in front of the door and I put rattling gas glass stuff, hoping that if somebody tried to break in, they'd rattle the glass and wake me up. Oh my God. But, I... but get this that night I heard somebody go jangling keys and trying to get in the doors, like several doors. Exactly. Oh my and God. That's what I said. And so I, I was like, Oh my God, what do I do? Like, where's my escape route? And I just turn on the light in my room and it stopped. The jangling stopped. Okay. So it did seem on your social media, were people giving you shit about leaving your kids and kind of taking time for yourself or, or were you, cause you know, you posted this really nice, um, you went scuba diving with crocodiles and you were like, you know, some people will say this is crazy, but you know, I'm all about kind of overcoming my fears. Were are, are people genuinely kind of nasty in your comments about you yeah. like, parenting? 
what did people say yeah, they're generally they're generally uh i would say 50 50. um a year ago it, people were much nicer i think the pandemic has given people like this level of anger that they don't know how to release in a healthy way so they take it out on others like me for instance oh that's an and interesting theory why do you think that is just people are cooped up they they haven't seen they're other cooped up they don't they have their lives like they're depressed they're like not getting social interaction and then they see me getting social interaction they blame me and they're mean to me and it's like i'm their release sometimes yeah it sounds like from your post you know you're really taking control of your own power and your own voice but like people were very critical that you would leave your kids and and spend some time on yourself and i'm like mm -hmm. I, i'm sure her children are in safe or they're probably with jim or something they're safe you know yeah fine. we split custody we split custody so yeah they were of course they're with their father but for when i went to maui that video that was just shown i was in maui diving and that trip i was away for 13 days that's the longest i've ever been away from them so that was really hard for me but um i think it's like honestly less about the parenting that people are mad about and more about me traveling they get mad that i'm traveling but um that with the parenting though they do they do think that i'm taking risks that i shouldn't because i'm a mother and i have children to live for and they in and their little lay minds they think that um you know what i'm doing is life-threatening and i guess in so, on some level it is <laughs> <laughs> i love you but you're like but you know what? i'm living my life so whatever screw you <laughs> yeah okay now you've lived both lives and i'm about to become a first-time mom like in a week oh, so thank you Yay. so much like so i'm curious you know you've lived the glamorous um you know orange county lifestyle with a, you know a husband that's well known and, and wealthy like the trophy wife that you were talking about uh -huh. and then you're now like a, you know you're a single mom navigating trying to get through a divorce and this is kind of a funny question but is there one life you prefer over the other or like how do you yeah i prefer I don't know. I mean, I guess I prefer an authentic life. So mm. if, if I think, I feel like I, I was living authentically in both situations. And so that's what I prefer, but money doesn't buy happiness. I mean, to an extent that you can pay your bills, of course it buys happiness because if you can't pay your bills, like you need more money and then you'll be happy. Right. But at that, after that, I mean, money doesn't buy a damn thing. Like, you know, there's nothing that money doesn't buy health. My son has a brain injury, you know? And so I don't care, but I'm not going to lie. I do like fancy dinners and nice Me wine too. and expensive hotels. And nice handbags. Like, yes, exactly. absolutely. Like, a, a hotel with a lock on the seen. door. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You like still very much me. Definitely. Absolutely. And uh, so what are you, I, I want to talk about your kids. I loved your fertility journey, which I think is so important. And I mean, at that time when you were sharing that, you must have gotten so much support from, yeah. from women going through it. You were successful with your IVF twice mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. with the twins. Um, would you do that experience again? I, I, you know, thankfully I was able to get pregnant on my own, but it looked like, I mean, IVF is no joke. It looks like a real process. Yeah, it is. It sucked. It was just like very emotionally taxing because you're taking synthetic hormones to like throw you into these like cycles of this hormonal like disasters and you're like up, up and then like low. It's it sucked and you're bloated and tired. And One last commercial um, with the Megan King interview. 
My guy, Will Neem, is a top doc in Maryland with Horizon Fibroids. This month, you need to get your fibroids checked. It's a good time to go because they're seeing new patients at Horizon Fibroids. And if you have fibroids, they can impact every aspect of your life. They're painful, they create heavy, long periods, and they can impact your fertility. You don't want to wait to be surprised by getting a fibroid. If you know you have one or you've had one in the past and now it's causing problems, you need to go and see a specialist. Your OBGYN, we all of our OBs. They're fabulous themselves, but sometimes they don't give you all the options. Dr. Will specializes in uterine fibroid embolization. It is a non-surgical low downtime procedure. He goes in through your wrist and then he like cuts off the circulation to your fibroids. I don't know, zaps. Look, do I look like a doctor to you? Probably not. That's why I have people on my show that are like sunning their butthole. Anyhow, regardless, he's the top in the business. Horizonfibroids.com. Check out the website. When you do, they accept almost all insurance, but you can also just call and the office will tell you quickly. When you make your appointment, tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. The shots hurt and they're scary and weird. And the whole thing feels very scientific and not loving. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was strange, but um, then it goes away and you forget about it and you do it again. <laughs> Isn't that the thing about motherhood? I'm like, <laughs> I haven't even got to the delivery part. I'm already like, okay, I really want one more. It's it's funny that, yeah. that being pregnant and being a mom is is a little addictive. Now I'm like sort of, I know how people have like 11 children. I'm like, I can get it now. I know. I, it's, <laughs> I know. I was watching my body change and I just thought it was so cool. Isn't it? A, it's, it's. It, you know, when you're single, like when I I, th- I think, you know, eight years ago when I didn't want kids, right? And I was like, and I have people, friends that were coming moms. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd listen a little. But then when you actually experience it, you're like, oh, my God, this is cr- You can feel it's this crazy. human. It's, it is. It really is when they say I that. I know. I feel like I want another one sometimes just because of, you know, us talking about this right now. It's. I know. I, would you have what? You'd have another one. You're, you're I young. Know. I mean, maybe with the right guy, but. I mean, I got three and I'm having a lot of fun living my life. And like, I, I, I two were still in diapers and I just can't really wrap my brain around another baby right now. <laughs> that would be a lot. <laughs> Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. (laughs) You will be too. 
Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Talk to us about your son too. You've shared so much about your son's journey um, with cerebral palsy, with CP. Uh-huh. And I mean, you're such an advocate in raising awareness. And you said really after he was born, before even the doctors diagnosed, right? You knew something. Oh, yeah. Was- oh, yeah, yeah. I knew from the second I held him. Oh, you do? I said something's wrong with, with him. Why is he so stiff? They said, oh, he just has high tone and, and stop comparing him to your brother, his brother. And um, Jim knew pretty close. Jim knew about a month in. He was like, this is something's off. But um, and then I would say I knew probably when Hart was maybe four months old. I'd done so much research and I just I came across a website for cerebral palsy. My cousin has CP. He's very severe. So CP never entered my mind as being a possibility for my son because he doesn't look like my cousin. He doesn't have the same you know, side effects from his CP that my cousin does. And, but once I started reading about it, I just knew in my gut, I was like, that's, that's what it is. And it, that is what it is. And was it hard to get a diagnosis? Was it hard to get a doctor? It was very hard. Really? Because yes. they kept telling you what? What did they think it that was? He was they, the doctors and therapists kept telling me that Hart was within the spectrum of normal. He was a typical child. And... He was, he was walking, quote unquote, on time and crawling on time. But the thing is, he was, first of all, he was late in all of those and like late normal. But I, I was a, I'm a former athlete. My sister plays pro soccer. Their dad is a pro base, former pro baseball player. So my children's genetics are going to be like physically superior than a typical child. And so with heart, yeah, he might have looked like he was on the spectrum of typical, but like that chart needed to be adjusted for his genetics and it wasn't. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were used to kids doing things at a whole different speed. Well, it not even it doesn't even necessarily mean like faster or something. Just that that, that my children possess like body awareness and coordination that my might not be, you know, that might be like at a heightened level of a normal kid. 
And so how is he doing now? I mean, it seems like things are, are going really well. You're very vocal about it. You know, yeah. he may, you know, you see all your videos. He seems like he's thriving. How is it? Is that like the case or is that just some days are good? Some days are not. No, no, no. It's always pretty much the same kind of day. And he's doing wonderfully. Um, there's a lot of small things that, um, that we're, you know, I notice, I think I, obviously I notice I'm the mom. I notice every little tiny thing, but right now I would say, um, the main thing is speech and balance. His balance is an issue because, um, it's a safety problem. If he's standing next to steps, he's very wobbly and, you know, he could fall like that kind of a thing, which thank God hasn't happened except for like maybe falling down one step or something. But, um, and the, but overall, I mean, he's pretty stable for the most part, um, as long as he's moving. He needs a lot of feedback, so he's, he moves a lot in order for his brain to understand where his feet are so he doesn't fall. It's kind yeah. of a crazy concept. But then his speech, too, his speech um, is delayed, and it's hard for, harder for him to enunciate because his vocal cords are affected by muscles that are affected by a CP. And what's with CP? What is the prognosis? Like, can he con continue to just get better and kind of like, um, you know, will a lot of those skills balance out or is CP almost like degenerative in the sense, like the older you get, the more severe the symptoms are? It's CP is not never degenerative. Um, okay. Yeah. It's not, and it's never, you know, gets progressively worse or better. Um, I should say, however, the brain can learn to do to, to create, have skills that, um, is that, it, that, how do I say this? Okay. So parts of the brain can learn new skills that they wouldn't normally have learned. Okay. So, got it. You know, when somebody comes back from a stroke or something and they have to learn how to talk again or something, like they're trying to have a new part of their brain learn how to talk because the talking part might be dead. So that's kind of how it is with CP. Your, the brain is incredible and it can do amazing things. But it doesn't mean that that part of the brain is ever going to get better. Once your brain is dead, your brain is dead. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Did you, and how are you feeling still about being an advocate and a voice for CP? I mean, because it's funny. I feel good. You do, yeah? <clears throat> I feel good about it, but I don't want, I, I don't want, um, you know, being a mom of a child with CP to be my identity. And I'm very aware of, of trying to make sure that that's, just a part of me and a very, a very big part and a very important part and a very proud part, but it's not the whole part of me. And, um, so yeah, but yeah, I feel great about it because I want, I want to show parents that, you know, having a kid with CP isn't something to be, uh, ashamed of. And it's also n not a reason for the parent to stop living their life. Yeah, 100%. So, Megan, what do you want people? What's the full picture for you? It seems like you are still finding yourself. You're on this eat, pray, love journey. But what do you want the full picture to be? Um, I don't know. I don't really know what I want the full picture. I just want it to be, I think, I don't want to label myself necessarily. I just want to be who I am and keep finding myself, try new things and, um, figure out what I like today that might be different than what I like tomorrow. Oh my God. Well, any, okay. And are you open to now coming back to reality? Cause I, I feel like you are missed yeah. and I want, and I really want Bravo. I mean, whether it's on the Peacock channel or whatever, I mean, I hope you are back. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I'd love to be back on, on in front of the camera in some kind of capacity. Yeah. I think I it'll happen. I 
I some, hope so. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying housewives necessarily, but I think I'll be back in front of the camera. I got, I, I, I guess I caught that bug back in the season 10 or something. <laughs> okay, good. We can't wait to see you back on reality TV. I mean, there's got to be somebody else that you need to investigate. Well, you, do you keep up with any of the franchises? You need to be investigating Jen oh, Shaw's. Um, I heard about that. New Did she get arrested or something? Yes. For, for fraud. fraud. Yeah, she's been yeah. charged by the feds for running these schemes where she was selling people over the age of 55, like tax preparation courses or um, coaching, you know, um, them for like a second career, all this stuff. They would pay her. This is, Uh these are what she's been charged with. And then she would contest, um, like they would say, okay, I never got my service. And she would contest the the charge or whatever, Mm -hmm. take the money. In the meantime, while she was contesting, she already had all their information. So then she would resell all of their their name, address, age, demographic, all that stuff to like, you know, all those mailing lists that you or like email lists. She'd sell them to those to other predatory businesses and then they would prey on them. It's Megan is nuts. That's That's like a pyramid scheme preying thing. Like. I, I, I wish know. you had more time on your hands because you need to get to the bottom of this. I, I mean, know, I know. I don't, why yeah. she would put herself on national TV? She'd been running this scheme for several Is years. She a narcissist? Don't you think she has to be? I mean, I mean, a narcissist feels like they can never get caught and they're above the law. And yeah, maybe. I mean, she has to. She, there has to be something there because I mean, if you knew you were running all these schemes and then you put yourself on national TV, you're even more of a target. Yeah, I'm sure she in her head she reconciled that they were it was a legitimate business because she's probably a raging narcissist. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it, did you? I think <laughs> I was psycho. asking you. Did you? That's really sad. Karma's it, not ni- going to be nice to that. Well, you know what's funny? I don't. Do you watch any of the franchises now? I know you no. didn't. You don't. Yeah, I know you're like busy. But I kind of I like listen. I like hearing about them. <laughs> Like hearing all the scoop. Well, the thing was about Jen Shaw in in um, Salt Lake City is this whole season, she was almost like erratic in her behavior. Like she would go off on people, suddenly melt down like the husband. So it was almost like hmm, something has to be, you know, when you see somebody, they're really out of control emotionally. You're like, something's yeah. going on besides like oh. what the thing is. You know what I mean? So I feel like with her, it's like, it all makes sense now. Like, oh, okay. All these outbursts makes sense now that you are keeping up this huge Ponzi scheme while on national television, trying to keep your lifestyle and all that. I mean, okay, like to be indicted by a federal jury is no joke, but it's not, it's just, they're just, it's just a massive accusation with some evidence. It's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that she did it. So I'm going to hold out hope that this is just some huge miscommunication because that is a really, really sad situation if it's true. Uh, 100%. Um, well, look, I could I could talk to you all day. I could talk to you about all the housewives, what Shannon's like behind the scenes. By the way, you think Shannon will marry her new man and, and find love again? I wouldn't marry him if I were her because who gives a shit about marriage at this point? But... Just, like live together and just enjoy your life. They yeah. all seem to want to be married, though. And Vicky with really? Steve. Well, I mean, look at Vicky, right? She's still engaged, supposedly, to Steve. I mean, I don't know if they're going to get married. An engagement, sure. Like, put a ring on it, whatever. But, like, I don't know. If you're older and you have money, and st- or it doesn't even matter. Like, who cares? The only reason I would ever get married again is to get somebody's insurance. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that, now you can even 
just take out on each other, right? I mean, you don't even You can? Yeah, you can take out. Remember um well, remember Vicky? Vicky had an insur- I think she still does. Remember that like controversial statement she made in a reunion where she said that she has an insurance policy on Don? No. Okay. Oh, I feel like you were at that reunion too. I got to go back and look. Yes. Vicky had said like, she, even though she and Don were divorced, she still had like a $2 million policy or something. And it was basically. Well, okay. I could see that. Cause if he died and she has to take the kids, like that's going to be expensive. I could see that. But I'm talking about, I'm not talking about life insurance. I'm talking about medical insurance. Oh, you want someone's medical. I got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant life insurance. I'm like, Oh, Megan, we no, can figure I don't that want out. Die. I'm not saying like, no, no. I want everyone to live healthy, full, prosperous. Healthy, full. Like, no, no, no. 100%. Oh my God. And you didn't, did you go to Kelly's wedding, by the way, to Rick? No. No, you weren't there. It seemed small, intimate. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll see how the, those two seem well matched. Uh, you know, hopefully. Really? He could, well, I mean, they both seem obsessed with sex. So it seems like it's oh, really? a good match. <laughs> She's always talking about blowing him. So being married to Kelly, I would rather cut off my probably f- all five of my toes than marry Kelly. <laughs> Rick seems to love it. They seem to be like all about having sex all the time, and then well, that's good. they go out and drink without their COVID masks, and they seem happy. Yeah. So okay, great. Go, go for, for it. it. That sounds like a great foundation. <laughs> yeah. Megan, you have a great blog. It's MeganKing.com, right? Is your website? Yes, yes. Megan-King.com. You're, uh, and, uh, and I just love following your journey. I think it's so oh, important you, you keep so putting yourself out there, finding yourself, and fuck all these people that are, like, critiquing your – it's just – it blows my mind. I'm beginning to get it from people, like, all the advice oh, yeah. that they have about oh, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. has an opinion. Birthing, right. birth plans, kids, breastfeeding. I mean, <laughs> you're it's, like, is it this hard? This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just got to listen to yourself. Like, mommy knows best. It, 100%. And just be happy with what you you know, your decision. Like, that's all you can do. Yeah. That's all we all can do. Totally. Megan, enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for popping on. We love you. Thanks. Thanks.